Hi, I'm Monique Carriol and I'm building a movement of brave leaders so that together we can tackle some of society's most fundamental needs. So I'm here to encourage you to be yourself, support you to back yourself and really help you through those practical steps to navigate your leadership and career journey to enable you to make it happen. Welcome to today's episode. So I'm asking you to be who you really are. And I think the common term that we're hearing it described at the moment is be your authentic self or bring your authentic self to work. Why am I asking you? This is something that's quite hard to do at times um, and definitely is about brave leadership. But why am I asking you to do that? Well, there's four points I want to make. One is that it's hard to be your best and to show up as your best when you're being fake or when you're feeling you're having to change or dampen down or hide who you really are. Um, And a term that's used commonly at the moment is code switching and I'm gonna come back to that. But yeah, if you're showing up at work um, and you're feeling like I just can't be myself, how stressful is that? You know, how is that making you feel? And I know some of you listening to this will be in that situation And I'm asking you to be brave and be who you really are. And I'll explain a little bit more why in a moment. The second thing is about belonging. You know, there are organizations now who are committed and and leaders of organizations who are committing now to do the work and to put resources in to really understand what their employees and staff need and what you need to feel included and to feel as if you truly belong in the organization and environment that you're working in. Now, if you are not being your real self at work, if you're showing up with a fake persona, changing or dampening down things about you, how are your organizer, how's your organization or your CEO going to be able to understand what you really need and what you really need to feel like you belong? They won't because they're going to be responding to how you're presenting in this other persona at work. The third thing is, And this is for leaders, you know, this thing about creating environments where people can thrive, where people can really be themselves and bring their best selves to work. This is why it's important that you and everyone is who they really are, because when it is safe like that, when that culture is right, it is true. Everybody does thrive. And you may not be able to create that, you may not be responsible for creating that across your organization, but I like to speak about a bubble And when I worked throughout my corporate career, I used to think about the bubble that I had influence over, whether that was myself, because I wasn't line managing anybody. So it was about how I presented and how I showed up, whether that was about the one, two or three people I had line management responsibility for, whether it was for a larger team. And then whether when I when I was on the board, it was sharing that accountability for the organization. But it's thinking about, okay, if I can't influence everything, or it feels like it's quite different all around me, what is the bubble? What is your bubble? Where can you influence that? And where can you, what can you do to start to create that space where people start to feel safe, to be able to put forward ideas and it grows and that becomes that grows and grows to have that environment where everyone can thrive and for anyone who is in that environment now I would love for you to be sharing what it's like so people can hear it and other people can feel inspired to push towards it too. The most important thing for me though and as I said whatever level you're leading at is about leading by example so actually if you are 
or if you, as a result of listening to this, start to show up and be who you really are at work, you're leading by example. You may encourage someone else to do it. And just to share with you, when I was a director, I didn't code switch. I showed up as who I was. And sometimes that was really hard. But I felt that if I'm asking people to do it, then I need to back my talk and I need to do it as well. And I need to speak about it. But what I did get was so much feedback, so much powerful feedback from people about how seeing me in the role, two sides to that, seeing me on the board as a black woman, seeing me as a younger black woman, I was the youngest director on the board at the time, but also seeing how I did what I did and how I led and how I spoke with people and how I served people, you know, that I was approachable, that I did want to know how you were feeling and where you were at. I did want to know a bit about you and your role and, and, you know, and your, your background and who you were. Doing that, people fed back to me that they felt inspired, they felt encouraged, they felt listened to, they felt respected, but also they felt able to step forward when I was asking them to be who they were and to show up as they were and then to embrace their uniqueness and let us see it, they felt encouraged and supported to do that because they could see me doing it and because I was asking them not telling them or instructing them I was asking them to do it and I was offering them support and I was being honest about how challenging it is but the reason why I'm asking us to do this is because if we all start doing it we will it will support the movement of change it will support creating those environments that enable people to thrive But I do understand there is another side to the coin on this. And this is about when you may not feel safe to do it. So when I mention code switching, I know that there are situations where it feels like you have to act differently. And that may be code switching. So changing your behavior or your speech or your image or your views. And you feel a need to do that to be able to fit in. And that usually is in a scenario when you are a minority. Now, I know in some environments, it can be to the point where you are being told, this is what you need to do. This is how we expect you to be. And that's difficult if that is completely the opposite to how you are and who you are and how you want to show up. You can also have situations where you feel that's what you need to do. And that's where I'm asking you to be brave. And I'm trying to support you to be brave. And I want to keep these episodes in this series short and sharp because I know people are busy. But I want to signpost you back to episode two, supporting you to be brave part one, and episode seven, supporting you to be brave part two. Because if you want to understand and hear and gain more practical insights and advice about how to show up as your authentic self, understanding more around inclusion, but also then those practical steps that support you to be brave. So for example, having a courageous conversation, In episode seven, we go through a courageous conversations checklist and there's also a role play that can really help you both from the perspective as a member of the team wanting to speak to your manager and maybe not feeling that it's quite safe to do so. So how to prepare for that and how to take that forward. But also as a manager, you may be feeling the same as well. It guides you on how to take that conversation or open a conversation up with your employees. 
I believe it's in episode two, we also talk about creating safe spaces. So please go back and have a listen to those if you haven't already. Being who you really are doesn't mean that you need to overshare. And this is something that I've seen spoken about a lot as well. And I'm not saying I'm speaking about anything new here. What I'm aiming to do is to keep it simple and to keep it real. I'm a very private person. So me showing up as who I am doesn't equate to me that I have to overshare. That doesn't mean that it's okay for me to, you know, say, let's keep it real. That doesn't mean that it's okay for me to be rude to somebody, to be unprofessional, to be discourteous, to, you know, tell someone what I really want to tell them. I may want to have an honest conversation. I may want to have a courageous conversation. But as I said, it's about preparing for that. And it's about being respectful in that moment and maintaining professionalism at all times. Being who you really are shouldn't be confused with it's okay to be unprofessional. It's not. In being who you really are, and I think, you know, within your career, and especially if you're looking at career progression, is being clear on your personal brand. Now, I know that people can think, well, personal branding, isn't that for, you know, people who work for themselves or if you're a CEO? Personal branding, I think, applies to you wherever you may be in your work or career life, you know, even if you are employed of an organization. Quite simply, I like to explain your personal brand is what you stand for and how you do what you do. And if you can get clarity on that, what you stand for, sometimes described as your values and how you do what you do. So not just what you do. I think a lot of the time when you are thinking about, you know, progression, a lot of I hear people speak a lot. And if you've interviewed people, sometimes people focus a lot on what they do. But what's really important is how you do it. You know, how do you do what you do? Can you explain that? And can you explain that simply? People will then start to understand more about who you really are. So my takeaway for you today is if you don't know and if you can't explain that clearly, and when I say clearly, you know, in a couple of sentences, what you stand for and how you do what you do, I'd ask you to take that away and to start working on that now. My final point, I'm here to encourage and support you to be brave. It isn't easy what I've said here. It isn't easy if you're making a decision that you're not going to code switch anymore, as of today, you're going to step forward. So some of the other things that can help you alongside listening to the other two episodes is, you know, build your network, have your peer support, look out for those leaders and colleagues who are leading in this way, who are showing up as they are, support each other, because it isn't easy to do this, especially if you're one of few who are being brave enough to do this. And that's why I want to speak about it. It's very easy to make statements and say, this is what you should do to be a great leader, a brave leader, compassionate leader, an inclusive leader. But actually, I like to share the reality, not to put you off, but so that you do look for that support and that guidance to help you on your journey to be yourself, back yourself and make it happen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave me a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. Can you please also share this with friends, family members or colleagues? I'd really appreciate it. And you can follow me on Twitter at Monique Carriol or connect with me on LinkedIn if you haven't already. I'm Monique Carriol on there too. And also click the links in the show notes to join my mailing list. I look forward to you joining me for the next episode. Take care and see you soon.